welcome to to Sports Ethos's number one salary cap podcast, Supermax, a show about salary cap league fantasy basketball. Uh, boy, the intro I did before we had to restart was much better. But I am Jared Russo, <laughs> and I am here with Jared Ross King, and uh, we're here to talk about drafting for salary cap leagues because we just did our draft. Um, and so we're going to talk about ours and hopefully that will help you figure out yours. Uh, if you're, I guess if you're in a dynasty league or if you're just using a funny money to, to select some guys, but, uh, yeah, I, uh, my salary cap league rankings are out on sports ethos and the, uh, B one fifty, the Aaron Fursky, uh, rankings for category leagues. They're out. So it is the season to draft. Indeed. Indeed. Um, look, we have technically we have a couple picks left at the end of the draft. I don't think those are going to really shake who has the best draft or anything. Um, it's it's been a fairly quick draft for us. I think what's taking like has even taken two full weeks. Is that correct? It's taking like a week and a half. Yeah, so uh, that's usually a, about on par. Um, but uh, we, we just have so much more like data. Like we have so much more like other people's opinions now that like. You know, we actually went through like a real draft and not a mock one, which the mock one was good. That was fun. Um, we have preseason games, you know, like we had a big Damian Lillard trade. I mean, there's like things going on now. Like we're in the thick of it. Indeed, we are. Indeed, we are. And there, that's the sound of my dog deciding to drink water, uh, which I was trying to get him to do before the podcast. But he decided to wait until podcast time. And now he's like, I'm going to make it be as loud as I can. You know, what's funny. I haven't heard a single thing from your end at all like <laughs> everything in the background you're like oh it's so loud i'm like i don't hear anything but yeah well all right i wouldn't i wouldn't worry too much so okay one of the hardest things to do on a podcast for anyone is to talk about numbers for some mm -hmm. reason it's so much easier to just look at the number so like whenever people are like trying to compare two players on a podcast and they like list the numbers it just doesn't translate Thankfully, I don't think we're going to have that exact problem, but we're going to go through each round and talk about our favorite pick and our least favorite pick. With that being said, hopefully you should know how much each of these players are in, like, I guess maybe the first two rounds or so. You should know who's cheap and who's not cheap. And then we'll get into, like, oh, this guy cost this much, he was great, or, like, maybe that was a little too expensive. Like, we'll, we'll get into that, but... This is the chalkiest first round I've ever seen. This is so chalk. Yeah, I mean, I I was lucky enough to get the first overall pick in this draft, and uh, I did the only sensible thing. If if it wasn't Tyrese Halliburton, who would it have been? Anthony Edwards, I guess, was the only other like really strong contender. Yeah, yeah, but you you didn't screw it up, so you automatically do get the my vote for best pick in the first round because. You took the correct guy. I mean, I'm not going to be one to take my own pick every single round, but in this round, I mean, you get no, one. You, you, you like, like if, if we're doing a standard uh, fantasy basketball league, he's a top five player if we're not considering salaries. But then you add in the salary component, he is 5.8 million, which is ridiculously low. He is by far the best value on the board. I'm shocked I ended up falling into the first overall pick. Uh, and getting him, but I'm not going to complain about it one bit. No, and and honestly, 
I don't really even think there's like a a worst pick in this first round. Like there, all of these guys, I think were in our first round mock. Yeah, there's one pick that I don't love, and it, I think he goes in the first round in basically every mock because he's good enough because he's only costing $10 million. But I have legitimate concerns about LaMelo Ball. Like, if you're talking about who is the most likely to be hurt, and we have to rank those players, Zion Williamson is, like, near the top of, like, potential versus, like, he's going to get hurt. The very next guy is LaMelo Ball for me. He's going to get hurt at some point. He's going to miss games. But when he does play, he is electric. He is able to, like, put a lot of fantasy points out there, and he only costs $10 million. So it's it's kind of, you know, you hope he plays. Because if he does, you got a great player. But it's that whole factor of he's hurt every single season. I mean, I, I, I some, can't disagree. I'm not, it's like not going to get to like, yeah, I guess. Because so. I, I, it's impossible to sit here and, and, and foresee into the future and know who's going to get hurt and who's not. And it's like, well, is Cade Cunningham injury prone now? Or did he just have one weird year and they just shut him down and played it safe? Right, right. That's fair. I, and and plus, we're transitioning from a, a season-long total to a, a matchup-based and then fantasy format. So I don't really think that affected my drafting at all, but maybe it did for others. I don't know. But the round one, these are all first-round guys. So here's how it went in our league. Tyrese Halliburton, Josh Giddy. Paulo Bancaro, Anthony Edwards, Desmond Bain, Victor Wembanyama, uh, Scotty Barnes, Lamelo Ball, SGA, Evan Mobley. We have ten guys in our league. Those are all picks you make. Wonderful. I think the only pick I, I would have taken the first pick of the second round in the first round in a post Damian Lillard world. Um, Scoot Henderson, I think, is a fantastic pick. Um, and I would have taken him first round, but it's a snake draft. So technically, you know, the guy who was picking 10th overall, Professor he gets John, 11, he gets yeah. 11. And he yes. also got very nitpicky with us about which pick was in which round, but we oh, said, you got both the guys. Don't worry about it. Yeah. So, so our, our number one, uh, guest, Professor John, who we get to, to name drop and reference because he's been on the podcast. We don't get to do that with a lot of other, um, people in our league. We don't like the name drop, but, but Professor John, You've heard his voice if you've subscribed. He got uh, Evan Mobley at, at the very tail end, and then he got Scoot Henderson, which, I mean, for all intents and purposes, if you're playing in a 12-person league, he's a first-rounder. Um, and then after that, it went Cade Cunningham, Franz Wagner, Jason Tatum, Chet Holmgren, Alperin Shengun, Derek Lively II, we'll get to him soon, Yeah, Tyrese Maxey, Russell Westbrook, and Mikhail Bridges. So, I also I have to say, oh, so, go ahead, sorry. Oh, first things first, my favorite pick of this of this round, Russell Westbrook fell all the way to the bottom of round two. Yeah, no, he was so that was the pick right before me. And if he did yeah. fall to me, I was a thousand percent gonna take him. That's a steal. Um I, I was shocked, but I mean, you know, I, I picked Tyrese Halliburton. I was gonna pick for 19 picks, so I was like, well, I'm not gonna get Russell Westbrook. And then I almost got him. Um I kind of wish I had figured out a way to trade there because I would have loved to have had him. Don't hate who I got. Um, Mikhail Bridges, but uh, Russell Westbrook is an absolute steal. Three, I mean, how many years have we just said not to draft him at all? And now he's now it's like this guy might is like borderline first rounder. Like it, when, it's a complete when, turnaround. When you go from being one of the most expensive contracts in the league 
to three point eight million. I mean, that's why I, I I loved Harden last year so much is because he went from like forty something to like thirty four, thirty five, and it was like that's a discount. That's a that's a steal. Yeah, like that's a really yeah. So when those guys drop in price, and that's happened with a few guys, Harden locked in again for a cheap price. Chris Middleton's making 28, 29. Like, there's a couple guys who have, like, lower salaries this season. And I was like, those are good deals, like, if you like those players. Now, obviously, Chris Middleton has injury history. James Harden, we don't know what team he's on. He's getting older. Yada, yada, yada. What month do you think James Harden has traded? I mean, ideally October, but that's a pipe I think dream. I think it's going to be December. That's my guess. I think he's going to end up playing like 15 games for the Sixers and then end up just like sitting out. And I can't believe him. he said what he said in China and he's going to step on the court. Anyway, anyway Derek yeah, yeah. Lively the second. I love this guy if I'm getting him in the eighth. I, the eighth. I mean, I maybe you take a, a, a shot at him in the fourth or the fifth. That's but that's like the earliest you take him. If I if I'm picking him the eighth and he's there, I am ecstatic. So like that's where like the prime spot of like this is the perfect value spot for me is at like seventh or eighth. But yeah, you could take him in the fourth or fifth and it makes sense. He went before Tyrese Maxey. Yeah, Tyrese Maxey is another guy. I mean, Harden likely on the way out. Uh, I don't know where he's going to end up, who the Sixers will get back, who's going to be at guard with uh, Tyrese Maxey, but he's going to likely be a, you know, 38-minute point guard for uh, the 76ers. That's for 3 point... Uh, hang on. Sorry, that was Westbrook. 4.3 million. Derek Lively? Yeah, I know, I know. What? I know. Dude. I know. Did, he, did he go I to Ohio in... State? Where did he go to college? I have no idea. I, I, I don't up. know. I don't know what position this guy... I play. I think he's a forward or a center. He, it, he's a. Yeah. There's, it, it, there, I don't think he's starting in Dallas. And in the same way, I don't think that um, uh, Prosper or, or Omax or whatever that guy's name is. He's another rookie. I don't think he's starting either. You take these guys later on because they're cheap and they could be huge home runs. You, so you take the lottery ticket later. You don't want to screw up your first few rounds. In the same way that I was in a fantasy football league that I've been uh-huh. in since '09. Before uh-huh. we even met, first year of uh, college. No, no, no. We and yeah, oh yeah, that's right. No, we didn't meet them. That's right. Yeah, I don't think we met freshman year. And some guy's girlfriend was given the number one pick because she was new. Oh, and this was like this. The way you're I'm trying to remember. Yeah, and she didn't know what she was doing. Now, I I don't want to say that all women. This is not a a, a female thing because we ended up having a. a a woman win that league. Like women have been in the league. This is not about her gender. This is about the fact that she was, she was like, I'll play. And, it, and we're all expecting like a running back or whatever. And she's like, I'm going to take Larry Fitzgerald. And we're like, what? Larry Fitzgerald's like on the tail end of his career. Like, why are you taking him first overall? Like what? No, no. In 09, he was still, he was still. No, and maybe this oh, wasn't 09. 09 was, it was like when he was on the team and he wasn't that great. So we're like, talking about we're talking about well after you and I met then like 14, yeah. 15, somewhere in there. 14, no, 15, maybe it was 16. The tail end of college. All I know is that we were shocked. And this was one of those shocking moments where I was like, Derek Lively. Yeah. That 
blows my mind. So, uh, so it, I, I need to make this point. We have one person in our group who likes to analyze every single pick, whether it's good or bad, and will trash people, you know, if he must, and try to sound really intelligent about it. And so, to protect the person who made this pick, I just immediately said, "Oh man, I was going to take him," and then immediately side texted you and John and said, "No, I wasn't. I just want him to not." get uh, attacks and not feel terrible about it maybe maybe that was satire on your part in like a funny way i don't know um i just want to read out one tweet real quick because there are preseason games going on right now as we speak and this is from brian windhorst and this is about our blood feud and board bet quote victor Wembanyama has 18 points two steals and a block chet holmgren has 21 points nine rebounds both in the first half there's 20 or more scouts here at OKC, most I've ever seen for a preseason game. Everyone on benches is playing it cool, but trust me, some hearts are racing a bit. Unquote. Look, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting now. Chet, Chet is having a good game tonight. That's great for him. You know, I, I've seen um, I Bamba once score like 26 points in the first half of a game against Philly with Joel Embiid. So I don't want to, you know, I don't want to put too much stock into one game for Chet Holmgren, you know? This this ironic trolly uh, bit you have going is you know the Spider Man meme of they're pointing at each other and they're the same yeah, guy. No, I, yes, that's, but I that's Wembenyama and Chet. They're the same. They're, guy. they're not. They're not the same guy at all. Wembenyama. Yeah. has so much more upside. I will say it again. I I don't understand the allure of Chet Holmgren. Sure, it's the same as Wembenyama. They're tall and they're happen- skinny. We happen to be recording on a night where Chet Holmgren's playing well. Great. We're always going to record on a night where somebody's playing well. Uh, but it's, it's going to happen it, more often than not. No, I, I look. I don't. I, I no. Embrace Chet. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Thank you, though. I appreciate you trying to get me onto that bandwagon. But I'm he's going to be a stat monster this year. All right. You can, you can get my seat away. You can go and get my seat away on that uh, bandwagon. You were never on the bandwagon. Yeah, uh, and you're, not, right. you're not allowed either. You're not allowed when anyone's working. Great. There. Thank you. Uh, round three. Dejounte Murray, Jalen Williams, Walker Kessler, Laurie Marketin, Trey Jones, Nick Claxton, Ivica Zubac, Jalen Duran, Devin Vassell, and Mark Williams. Who's your favorite pick in this round? Uh, I do love Jalen Williams because he should have went where Derek Lively II kind of went. Yeah. Um, I think it's very funny that the two guys who I harped on all last season about how if you magically took them and knew they were starters, you won your league, which is Trey Jones and Nick Claxton. They now go in the third and not like wherever the hell they went last time. But I'm going to say that the best pick in this in this round was Jalen Williams, just because like he should have gone earlier. Yeah, I I was torn between him and Dejounte Murray at uh at my pick. I ended up going Dejounte. Um, I don't regret it. You know, I went Dejounte. I'm not I'm not mad about it. Um, uh, least who- favorite. Yeah. Zubach. A little too yeah. early on Zubach. Yeah, I he's, had him he's, like, he's good. He's fine, but eh. fifth, sixth round grade. Yeah. For me. Yeah, he, he could have gone later. I, there was no reason to like like there's no like wow, a breakout season from Zubach. Like you could see that with like Mark Williams or right. Jalen Duran. But it, right. there's no breakout season coming for Zubach. He's 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 cheap, he's reliable, he's good. He could have got him later. Yeah. All right. 
All right, uh, so round four, I'll read this off so you ooh. can take a break real quick. Here we go. Round four, Jalen Green, DeMontis Sabonis, Jaden Ivey, Asur Thompson, Brandon Miller, Luka Doncic, Donovan Mitchell, Austin Reeves, Emmanuel Quickly, and Christian Wood. Okay. Real talk. Real yeah. talk. Yeah, go ahead. No holds bar. Yeah, go. Go ahead. The best pick in this round uh-huh. was my pick, and I'll tell you why. Oh, dear God. Brandon Miller should not be, like, the fifth rookie taken in this draft. No, I completely agree with that. That He should I, that not have, have been have taken no... after Azur Thompson. No, you're and, right. And after Derek Lively. Oh, okay. Well, Derek Lively, that's a whole other thing. So we can stop using that comparison. That's going to be used a lot. Uh, throughout this draft. Well, technically, he would be the sixth rookie because Chet's a rookie, Victor's a, a rookie, and Scoot's a rookie. So he was Wait. the sixth rookie taken in this draft. Hang on. Which idiot took Chet? Oh, that was you. Okay. Yeah. The the okay. Charlotte Hornets are, are, are devoid of a lot of talent and a lot of like... Yes. And a lot of guys with the ball in their hands. Ironically, a lot of teams have too many guys with the ball in their hands, which I think is like a Houston Rockets problem. Charlotte has LaMelo... And like maybe Terry Rozier, like Gordon Hayward's not, he's not a thing. The centers are centers. They're not ball handling centers. Um, I don't know what to expect from Miles Bridges or PJ Washington, but again, they're not. Brandon Miller's going to have the ball a lot. And he's going to get a ton of garbage time. And when people start getting hurt, he's going to step up and they're going to try to make sure that he's playing because they took him over Scoot. So they have to make sure that he's a guy. He's the guy. He's going to be starting. This makes no sense that he fell to me. I'm shocked that Uzzer Thompson went ahead of him. And uh, I, I'm not quite sure what the worst pick in this round was. Maybe, actually, no, Donovan Mitchell. I think Donovan Mitchell went like way too early. Yeah, um, I agree with that. I th- too expensive. Because of the price. I, I, look, the best pick in this round, and it's not only because he didn't cost much, but because there's going to be a lot of names that get to play him with uh, this particular team name and uh, this team name's last pick uh, that will be made later tonight. Uh, Christian Wood, fantastic. You you just said that because you, you took him. That's the only reason you did that. I uh, see for your game. Uh, well, look, is, uh, were you going to enjoy the team names? I'll tell you that. My goodness. Uh, round five. Uh, Boy, a bunch of big contracts went in this round. I think this is like the break point. This was like you, the first four guys, you, you, you get your, your cheapos in. And then you get to the big boys. The big boys. Uh, Nikola Vucevic, Nikola Jokic, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Miles Bridges, Tyus Jones, Ahmed Thompson, Jordan Poole, Jabari Smith Jr., Robert Williams III, and Keegan Murray. Uh, what's your favorite and least favorite? You know, one I I kind of thought about taking him. Um, I ended up taking Busevich instead, who I think is a, a steal at eighteen million. Yeah, I can't Absolute believe he's paid that little. Yeah, I you know if if there wasn't a character concern, I'd say Miles Bridges, but I can't be for for certain reasons. I you know I think Jordan Poole is really going to take a step that people expected him to this past season with Golden State. He kind of regressed a little bit from what he was in their championship season. Now he is kind of the guy in Washington. Um, 
I think he's gonna do something really good. I think he's gonna be worth. He's twenty seven million. That's obviously not a uh, super low contract, but it's not a big one either. I mean, we're looking at contracts that are fifty million. You know, Luca went for forty. Giannis forty five in this round. Uh, Jokic forty seven in this round. I like what Poole can do and what he can be. So I think because of the upside of him in Washington, I am going to take Jordan Poole as the best pick of this round. Um, I also really wanted Keegan Murray. I'm not going to lie. So Jordan Poole should have gone earlier. Yeah. I think I would rather pay 27 for him than any guy 40 or over. I would take him over Donovan Mitchell. So he should have yeah. gone like a round or two earlier. Yep. Because uh, it's going to be the Jordan Poole show in Washington. And boy, I think the best pick in this round was honestly Jabari Smith Jr. I think he's going to take a huge leap. I'm uh, concerned about everybody on the Houston Rockets, except for didn't uh, he Shingu. dominate summer league? Like he came out in summer he league. Did. We were like, oh, he did. Damn. But the problem for me is, I feel like the Rockets have too many young guys and too many mouths to feed at this point. I feel like the only guy who who is going to get some good minutes at his position is Shingun. Because he's really the only center of note on the team. Everybody else, like, you know, you add in Fred Van Fleet and you add in Dylan Brooks and this team of all these young guys, you know, uh, Jabari Smith, Cam Whitmore, Jalen Green. Um, help me out. I know I'm forgetting guys. Um, Tari Eason, Amen Thompson. There's a lot of guys, a lot of mouths to feed on this team. And I, it kind of scares me because I don't know what the rotation is going to look like. You have a new coach there in uh, Emi Odoka and, and, is Jabari Smith getting, you know, big minutes from this team? I don't know. Yes. Yes. No, he is. I, I think for the forwards, it's him and, and Shangun. Is like, do you think those are the only two really that are worth it then? Smith and Shangun? Yeah. I, I, I'll tell you this. I think he should have, uh, Jabari Smith, he should have went like another around earlier. Like, I would have taken him over Austin Reeves for 12. I think it's a little too much hype on Austin Reeves. Yeah, that's um, fair. For an LA team that is always dominated by two guys. Um, and I took Amen Thompson knowing that there was a report out that Kevin Porter Jr. was basically like, he is no longer going to play basketball for the Houston Rockets. He's basically and on the way out. That opens up a huge role. Yeah. In terms of like minutes played and, and, and like touches for, for, I mean, Jalen Green's going to get his stuff. And Fred Van Vliet is the de facto starter. But, like, boy, what a what a great path for, for Ahmed Thompson to just, hey, guys, I'm really good, too. Why don't you right. have me lead the second unit and play 30 minutes a game? So that was that was pretty lucky on my part. But, uh, yeah, uh, I, the worst pick in this round, Tyus Jones? I, I mean, it, that, I'm torn on that one. And I, and but I got him at this, later. Looking at this round, you're going to hate me, but I think it's Amon Thompson or Tyus Jones. Tyus Jones, the thing is, though, he did pretty well filling in for John Morant last year on the on the Grizzlies. Now, granted, the Grizzlies have a lot more to work with than the Wizards do. And I also think a lot of those minutes at guard are going to go to Jordan Poole. Um, and I don't know how much Tyus Jones is going to play. I think he's going to end up being like a sixth man kind of thing. And um, You could have gotten him later. In Washington, you could have gotten him later, yes. However, I do think there's a, there's a certain upside there. Fourteen million for Tyus Jones, no thanks. I'll take. I'll t- I mean, I took a 
ton of flyers on rookies. I'll yeah, take so eight million for for Ahmed Thompson. So that, that doesn't scare me. Um, so did I. Let's go to round six here. So we got all right. Kavon Looney, Shaden Sharp, Benedict Cumberbatch, Matherin, Jared Vanderbilt, Jalen Brunson, Bobby Portis, Tari Eason, John Morant, Onyeka Okongwu, Wendell Carter Jr. Okay, so so some interesting stuff happened in this round. We started trading our picks around in this round because... You and I were the initiators. Yes. For me, and I guess for you, but for me, there there was a cutoff point of really good young players with a really cheap deal, and there was a sort of a break point, I think, after... Carter Jr. Okongwu, where it's like, if you don't get those kind of guys at the end of this round, there weren't anybody left. Like, there were no surefire, good, cheap bets. Like, all the great first half round guys are gone. And I was like, I need someone. I need one of these dudes. I traded up and I got Okongwu. And you traded up and you got Jaw. For me, Jaw, like, he's going to miss 25 games. I feel like I have a good enough roster to carry me to to be above 500 for for you know those that time period once John Morant comes back you're looking at a top 15 guy in fantasy so i'm able to plug that into a team that's already i think going to be good just add another superstar in there great let's do it my favorite pick though shade yeah. sharp yeah like shade sharp, sharp should have went earlier yeah i was going to take him and he got sniped a, a couple picks before me um and I'm jealous. I'm jealous of that one. Dame's uh, out there. That opens up a lot of space. Um, are they gonna? Are they? Oh, what's his name? The the four that they gave that big deal to. Why am I forgetting his name? They resigned Jeremy him. Grant. Thank you. Are they gonna move him? If they were smart, unfortunately, that 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 organization is not smart. So right, right, fair. Oh well. Uh, I also just real quick just wanted to point out that Jalen Brunson makes twenty six million dollars and puts up similar stats to guys yeah. making. 40, so I just want to move on. We're, we're all very happy you got your guy. All right, moving on to round seven. Oh, wait, wait, we didn't say the worst pick. Oh, sorry, you're right. Uh, for me, it, it's he's a great value, um, but I don't know. Again, we just talked about the last round. I don't know what the Rockets look like. There's too many mouths to feed, in my opinion. Yeah, Tar Eason. Uh, yep. It's Tar Eason. Yep. Um, it, it's a good it's a good money. You know, 3.5 is a fantastic uh, value deal as far as the price tag. But you have to either have a couple of trades happen or a couple of injuries um, for him to really see like good, good value. Like I would have rather taken Wendell Carter or Anika Kongwu or even going to the next round. There's a few guys like I would rather have a Sadiq Bay or a Trey Murphy there than Tari Eason. Uh, yeah, Tari Eason, the uh, defensive minded player. Defense does not give you fantasy points. For the most part, like playing yeah. just good straight up defense, like uh, you, you're going to get playing time. You're not going to put up the stats, and uh, uh not, I don't I even just, know how much playing time he's going to get. To be honest with yeah, you, yeah, like Brad, he's going to get some. I mean, he's not, not going to sit on the bench. He's not going to be a guy who gets a did not play coach's decision. But I don't know if it's enough where you could justify that sixth round selection on him when there's a man. ton of guys in this next round that I would have too early easily taken over him, including one guy who costs like uh like what. Eight times what he does. I so. mean, Wendell Carter Jr. starter, Okongwu starter, John Morant starter. Also, I sorry, Clinkapella. I, I just put you to the bench. Uh, Brunson starter, 
Matherin start, you know, like all the guys who went in this round are starting yeah, yeah. and like Tari Eason's not like you can still right. get starters who are cheap. I really round. like the, you know, one more pick. I really like this round. Bobby Portis. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but, yeah he's, I mean, you know, Milwaukee is, 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 is sort of bereft of role players after their big three. And he's maybe the best deal because Brooke Lopez is old and, a little too yeah crazy. he his his renaissance is coming to an end so uh yeah it's it's embodied for his time but let's go on round seven uh all right round seven uh ao Desumnu, kelly Ubre jr john conchar colin sexton kyle anderson trey murphy the third sadiq bay zach collins jaron jackson jr and kenyon martin jr um for this round for me it's between two guys Sadiq Bay, once he joined the Hawks, really took off last year. I think he had a yeah. lot more run with them um, than he did with the Pistons. I didn't watch him much much with the Pistons, but living in Atlanta last season, I did go to a lot of Hawks games. And uh, <laughs> my, ex, my ex absolutely loved Sadiq Bay. She said, she said he was the best player she's ever seen. And I was like, wow, we may not work out long term. We didn't. Um, so Sadiq Bay, I really like him, uh, especially that price point, uh, $4.5 million. Um. The other one's more of an intriguing pick. I'm really interested to see what Kenyon Martin Jr. does in LA. And at 1.9 million in round seven, I'm willing, to, if I'm, you know, if I had done it, I didn't. Professor John did. I'm willing to take that flyer and see what happens. Well, considering that the Clippers are a perennial infirmary war and no one, <laughs> yes, this is true, ever stays healthy. Uh, you know what? I'm going to come in with this with a scorching hot take. I agree oh with you on Sadiq Bay. I don't like any of the picks in this round. Really? I wouldn't have taken, wouldn't have taken any of these guys. Really? Uh, yeah. AO, I, I think him and Kobe White are just kind of like out the door. Uh, and the only reason they're playing is because the Bulls don't know what they're doing. And Lonzo Ball's hurt. Uh, Kelly Oubre Jr. could have gotten him later. Whatever. John Conchar? That one surprised huge, me. Huge. Yeah. I'm not paying Colin Sexton $17 million after last nope. season. Uh Okay, no, Kyle Anderson. No, I like the Kyle Anderson pick. All right. All Trey right. Murphy at 3.3 is worth it to me. He's he's hurt for the first, like, two, three months, though. Oh, he is. Oh, that's yeah, right. No, he got hurt. He got hurt. Zach Collins, sure. That's another, it's, it's fine. I, I And I'm not paying Jaron Jackson Jr. $27 million when I no. could be paying uh, the same amount of money for Julius Randle, who got stolen from me right before I was about to take him. To, to be fair, I think I'd rather... Pay Jaron Jackson twenty seven instead of Tar Eason three point five. Uh, Call me crazy. Julius Randall was is, is top ten fantasy guy. He was twenty eight. Right, he was not taken at this point yet. No, but uh, I don't know why you have to take Jaron Jackson Jr. Anywho, round I, eight. I, I'm so glad I traded up because I didn't miss anybody who I wanted. Uh, and so yeah, let's get to round eight. Round eight. Here we go. We got Devin Booker. Uh, beef stew, Isaiah Stewart, Jared's favorite draft pick of all time, Obi, De'Aaron Fox, Mason Plumley, Jared's favorite playoff player of all time, Julius oh, Randall, represent UCF, Taylor Hendricks, Keontae George. I keep thinking it says keynote George, but it says Keontae, Jonas Valanciunas, and Jarris Walker. Okay, I was so livid. That you listened to the previous <laughs> episode of the show and took Keontae George from me. Yeah. And I'm also livid that a, a certain person who will not be named went into my brain like Professor X and extracted the information that I wanted Julius Randle, who should have gone, 
rounds earlier. I would have taken right. him where, where Donovan Mitchell went. Yeah, he never he gets hurt. He's being paid less than thirty million. He's a top ten fantasy player. I don't know why he went to round eight. I don't. I don't understand it. That being said, Cheris uh-huh. Walker looks quite good in preseason, so yeah, he's he a does. good pick as yeah, a rookie. Wait, who got him? That's oh, that's me. Okay, go. yeah, it's you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope horrible things happen to Utah and that you don't have your Keontae George. Wow, wow, that. that's rude. That's mean. Take that and. Um, yeah, Beef Stew, this is where he should have gone. Mason Plumley, this is where he should have gone. Um, you know, these, these, these are all good, smart, sensible picks. Yeah. I'm not going to freak out. The best pick in this was Julius Randle. And of course I it was. hate all of you. So Of course it was Julius Randle, because who else would you pick here? By the way, though, very interesting how I completely pivoted once my hopes and dreams were crushed like grapes. No, I just I don't know pivoted. If pivot is the worst is the best word. More of a had a mental breakdown. No, 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 no. Uh, no. I, in front I of pivoted, all of us. I pivoted to becoming a Professor John type person with a strategy where I went, I'm okay. gonna take the most boring picks that are okay. so smart, but they're not uh-huh. flashy. So I took Jonas because he's getting paid 15 million and he puts up great numbers, and no one thinks about him. And when Zion gets hurt. He's going to look fantastic, and I'm going to be paying him 15 million. And honestly, rookies can get paid 11, 12, and a lot of great role players like Bobby Porter's are getting paid 12, 13. Jonas for 15 is like pretty. I was like, you know what? Like, I'll take, I'll take him. And I yeah. did this again next round, where I went, it's less than 20. See, I took a guy, I took a guy in the next round's first pick that I think has this one of the biggest deal contracts because everybody's used to this guy getting paid so much yep. for so many years. Yeah. And now he gets paid so much less. I was like, I'll take him. Mine. Yeah. Uh so round nine, you're speaking of Al Horford, who you took. Yes. Yep. Then it went Pascal Siakam, Trey Young, Miles Turner, Malik Monk, D'Angelo Russell, Cole Anthony, Zion Williamson, D'Anthony Melton, Quentin Grimes. Do you want now- to start with the pick you love the most or the pick you hate the most? Because I have both ready to go. So I'm going, to, I'm going to, I'm going to, for mine, I'm going to say Al Horford, even though if somebody else had picked him this round, I would say that was the best pick. Um, I have somebody else in mind just so I don't, you know. Well, no, I, I wanted to, I wanted to piggyback off of the point we were making before where there are just these dudes who keep popping up who are around 10 to 15, $17 million. They're starters, they're mm-hmm. older, and they're not flashy, but they will win you leagues if they can stay healthy and consistent. And that, and for, again, includes Jonas, Al yeah. Horford, a Bobby Portis, a D'Angelo Russell. Here's um, what I think for me puts Al Horford kind of separate from the rest of that group. So the Celtics, when you look at them, they have a lot of guys who can play on the wing, right? So you've got um, Drew Holiday's there now to go with Jalen Brown, to go with uh, Jason Tatum, to go with Derek White. There isn't as much interior presence though like Christoph Porzingis has played it in the past when in his heyday with the Knicks but he also has uh plantar fasciitis is that correct yeah um so he may not be playing for some amount of time so the only reliable guy with Robert Williams being a uh, trade to Portland um that you really have there is Al Horford so he's gonna get you know even though he's 38 I think um I f- still feel like he's gonna get a lot of playing time 10 million dollars as long as he doesn't get hurt, he's gonna put up some pretty decent numbers. Uh 
yeah i mean you could say the same thing about d'anthony melton like it's just like just boring but he starts and it's a great deal miles turner 20 but again just like a very it seems like he's been in the league for forever but he's still relatively young like also a lot of these dudes who went to these later rounds malik Malik monk really became a crucial crucial role player for the uh, sacramento kings got a lot of play down the stretch with them into the playoffs um, I think he's only going to build off that this season. 9.9 is on a bad deal for a team that was scoring a lot of points. Um, but I think we have the same pick that we hate the most. Do do we have the same pick that we hate the most? Uh, yeah, I guess so. I mean, I it seems that people who didn't take their big expensive player earlier are now doing it here. So this is sort of where like, the Siakam and the Trey Youngs right, and but Zion Williamson's went. Would you Zion rather have a huge gamble? Would you rather have Zion Williamson or DeMar DeRozan? Those guys are both available at this pick. DeMar. A hundred percent. Because at but least you, the you chances take the are risk late to, because you can just drop him and just pick up some other schmo like Bam or, you know, whoever. Right. Okay. That's, Darius that's fair. But I just, I don't know. I, I, the, the only train that's close to me for my anti-Chet train is the anti-Zion train because the dude just can't stay healthy. He doesn't seem to have the work ethic. You know, whereas I think Chet is just overrated. Zion's not overrated. He If he actually put in the time, he would be like a top 10 player in the NBA. But it just he doesn't just, seem he like he's... Yeah, he does. It, just, it doesn't seem like he wants to do that. And so that, you know, you can't really do anything about that unless you're Zion Williams. Nobody else can do it for him. Listen, if he doesn't work out, you drop him, you pick up Bam, you pick up Darius Garland, even cheaper. And, yeah. you know, but I will say Cole Anthony, I was thinking about Cole Anthony for a while and he finally went. He puts up really good stats. Considering yeah, that he's the, the issue is uh, kind of a log jam at guard there. Yeah. In Orlando. Oh, yeah. Um, I think I, I think I may have said this to our league. I think by the treaded line, he's out of Orlando and maybe he goes to a better situation for him as far as playing time. But maybe it's worse, you know, you'll know. Um, but I think Anthony Black, who was taking the next round, Jalen Suggs, who the Magic are still high on, Markel Fultz, who they kind of see as like a leader of this uh, of this growing team. Um, those guys are all going to get playing time, I think, before Cole Anthony does. Fair. Also, real quick, Quentin Grimes, super cheap, and he's starting. He is not a fantasy player. I, I Like, he's just not. He's not giving you fantasy points. Yeah. yeah. Uh, can you read right. out who went in round 10 for me? Yeah, I can read out round 10. Thanks. So we got DeMar DeRozan, Kayla Martin, uh, FIBA World Cup champion, Dennis Schroeder. Uh, Jared's favorite player in the world, RJ Barrett. Ugh. Jacob Podol, or as he's better known, Jakob Podol. Yeah. Uh, the newest fourth son, Yusuf Nurkic. Uh, the My Knees Betrayed Me, Cam Whitmore. The guy who used to be really good and is still kind of good actually for three point eight million, Kevin Love. Um, the guy who was uh, not traded the most in the past twelve months, OG Anobi, and Orlando Magic rookie Anthony Black. So every year the cap goes up, and so deals like OG look more appealing. They just look yeah. more appetizing because like before it was like ugh, whatever. Right. Um, Demar Rosen going here is is a steal yeah I, agree. I completely agree he is a guy i hadn't i was doing enough cap i mean i still have some cap left 
that if he somehow slid through this round to my pick at the end of the round, I was taking him and I was going to, like, no questions asked. Yeah. But John got him before I could. Uh, John, what a smart cookie. Uh, yeah. That's why he's a professor. And so yeah. I- I'm not sure what you're getting out of Caleb Martin and Kevin Love for the Heat. I- like, I really, j- I don't think. I mean, maybe you just take them here because they're cheap and they're late. And that's exactly why someone exactly why I would take them because because Miami also had like three guards who kind of came off the bench when Tyler here was out that Caleb Martin, Max Struess and uh, who's the third one? Who am I forgetting? Gabe Vincent, but they were being Gabe paid Vincent. literally two, like a million dollars. Right. Two of those guys are gone now um, and they're being paid not a million dollars. Right. Right. So Caleb Martin is making the least out of those three. He's the one who's retained. Um, I think he's going to have a bigger role in the offense this season, you know, from the word go. So until Tyler hero gets his sweet, sweet touches. Um, I I had RJ Barrett on the do not draft list because he's $23 million and I'm not even sure he's that good. Uh, hurdle and Nurkic, if they stay healthy, God bless them. They're great. They're under 20 and they're just rock solid. Dennis Schroeder, a starter, 12 million. Perfect. Yeah. In the same sort of position as Al Horford. Like those two guys, they're just thankless roles and is, they're just super reliable. Oh wait, hang on. Is he oh yeah, never mind. I was gonna say is he starting because yes. Fred Van Fleet, but he is in Houston now, so never mind. Let's forget that. Uh I'm not expecting anything out of Cam Whitmore this year. I'm just not. Same. Uh I think this is a development year. Make sure he's healthy enough to actually play good minutes. Um, because you know, he was a guy who they talked about going what, pick five. Uh, in the draft. Oh, he yeah. He was supposed to, to go and he slid the 20. Yeah. And no one knew why the medicals, whatever. Right. I was supposed I, to be taking Anthony Black for three straight rounds and I never could pull the trigger. And you did. Yeah. Yeah. I need a magic player first off because uh, I think he was the best one left. And um, I like his upside. I like what he brings to the team. If uh, Fultz gets hurt, then you could see him starting at point guard. Um, and so. I was thinking about Bring taking Chet Howard just for the L O L the lols, but whatever. I, uh, look, the more I watch Jet Howard, the more I'm like, we could have gotten somebody better at, at that pick, that second pick of ours. But uh, he does provide kind of that three point threat that we re- haven't really had consistently in the past couple of years. So I don't hate it from a team standpoint. I don't know if I'd take him in this league fantasy wise quite yet, but you know, do what you want to do. Hey, you never know. It could be the next Joe Harris win a three point contest and they get paid a gazillion dollars and then you're not wrong. Disappear. Yeah, you're not wrong. It happens to a lot of guys um, like um, Duncan Robinson. And uh, oh God, there was some guy in Washington who like jacked up a ton of threes. And now he's like a huge albatross contract. Who is that guy? Um, like European. I think he's on OKC now. Probably isn't OKC. Anywho, uh, round 11. Uh, Ball Coliabli. You got you were the really Washington, off, but you the were Washington close rookie. enough. It was a Davis Pertons? The Washington rookie. Davis Pertons, right? He's the one who went yeah, crazy with yeah, threes. Davis Pertons. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Davis yeah. Pertons. That's who I'm thinking of. Uh Jared Allen, Denny Abia, Kevin Herter, Cam Thomas, Jaden McDaniels, Bones, Highland, Kobe White, Daniel Gafford, and Jamal Murray. I think These we have are the same dartboard tosses. But I think we kind of have the probably the favorite. The same favorite pick here, right? Daniel Gafford's I a good, don't good even selection. Know. Yeah. Yeah, I had him last year when he was really cheap, and he was kind of frustrating because it was like sometimes he wouldn't play, and he would play, and he got hurt, and Washington didn't know what the hell they were doing. Um, Fair. 
so I, I I agree. I'm not quite sure I have a favorite this round. I definitely think I'm dropping uh, Jaden McDaniels and maybe someone else for some other people who didn't get drafted, who I'm sort of like now reconsidering. So I, I don't have a favorite or a least favorite uh, just because you don't really know. And then round 12 isn't even over, but uh, I took PJ Washington. Someone took Joel Embiid. Steven Adams went Malik Beasley. That's a good deal. That's a cheap, good deal. And Eric Gordon, who is also uh, cheap. So that's, that's the draft. That's, you know, yeah. I I do want to give a spoiler because this will not be out before the draft is over. The draft will end before this podcast comes out. I'm taking Grady Dick with the last pick. I I think you need to for the team name. Yeah. 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 Grady Dick, Christian Wood. um, And I'm being called tall Jesus. There's a, there's a lot of things that can be incorporated right there. Here's my question is when you put John IR, who are you picking up? Um, so it depends because uh, at that point right now, let me double check and make sure I'm correct before I say this out loud. I'm at 30 million. Uh, Grady is four and a half. So I'm looking at 26 when the draft is over. Put John Morant on IR. That gives me 17 million more. So that's $43 million with which to work to go sign one guy. Um, oh, you can go big. Yeah, I can go there. big. So So like Anthony Davis is a possibility, you know? Um, oh, I like that. I like that. Yeah, he, he's the first one that kind of came to mind. Me and John Marsh talking about it earlier because I kind of told him what my strategy was. Um, so he's one that came to mind. But it's it becomes a slot that for the next 25, you know, Memphis games I can use to kind of pull guys in and out. So I can get a, a Jalen Brown. I can get a, a like an Anthony Davis, like I just mentioned, a Bam Adebayo. Um, you Darius know, Garland. I'm surprised Jalen Brown yeah. didn't go. Yeah, I'm surprised too. And 31. I was wanting to take him, but I realized I have just like I'm like a million away from having enough caps. So there's nothing I can do for this draft to actually get him. Um, but that's my yeah. that's my little strategy there is to have that little slot to kind of play with. And then the thing is, once uh John Morant comes back, I still have like another 26 million to go like to go do things with. So I can turn someone like Grady Dick if he doesn't perform well into like a 30 million dollar guy. I definitely think that ESPN kind of screwed everyone because they don't have any like extra positions or like swing guys. It's just like everyone plays one position and it's like, that's going to be updated. That's going to be updated, right? I mean, eventually, but like as for right now, like I had to take a small forward. So I took Jaden McDaniels because he's cheap. And I took PJ Washington because I needed a forward because all I've been doing is drafting centers. So I mean, eventually I'll be able to kind of like finagle my way into like the team I actually wanted. Um, but whenever waivers clear, I don't know when the draft ends, if they just go straight to waivers or if they go into free agents. I don't know how that works. Um, it goes to waivers for, I think. So I think if you input, if the draft is finished being input tonight, which we're recording this on Monday night, then waivers would actually run Wednesday morning. So it, it, there's, there's, there's a minimum 24 hours. That's um, dumb. So yeah, it should just go straight into free agency, just chaos. I, I no, I don't disagree. But then, but then you're the one adding it, so <laughs> you get first dibs. So maybe there's a little bit of fairness there. I don't know. Couldn't I just like manually edit rosters or like, whatever? I'll figure this out. Also, just this is just a this is more of a team um, observation that I didn't realize more than anything else. The Sixers, they've got Joel Embiid at forty-seven million. They got Tobias Harris at thirty-nine. 
James Harden at 35. They move Harden and get like smaller contract guys. Suddenly they only have two big contracts, and one of those is it's going to be expiring after this year in, in Harris. They're a team that like could sneaky have a lot of cap room coming up next offseason. I have been hearing about these two max slots for an entire calendar year from my friends who are Sixers fans. All they talk about is next year's two max slots. And I said to them, so you're just going to punt this year and piss off and bead soon to be free agent. What are you out of your minds? Who yeah, cares what next still, year's max slots are? He still has two or three years left, but he could also, I mean, that doesn't no, no, mean anything. No, 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 no. That means nothing. He's a free agent whenever he feels like being a free That's agent. Right. In the same way Giannis went, you guys aren't doing enough. They got Dane. Okay? I don't care how much cap room you have next year. He just won MVP. Your prime, your window's now. What are you doing now? And the answer is nothing. Because next year, you're going to... Why didn't you get rid of Tobias Harris years ago, you idiots? Oh, that pisses me off. Well, Yeah. They'll make a move, but they're going to have the cap room. I'm just... I, I forgot how, you know, kind of... Uh, their cap was becoming. Oh, the cap room's going to play really great next to him. Beat. <laughs> if you're OKC, you can say that. If you're Philly, you can't. Right. I'm that's sorry. Fair. That's fair. No, I, I. That is such a stupid loser mentality to just be like, "Yeah, we have one of the best players in the league," which is like your ticket to winning. What are we doing? Reigning MVP. Literally getting worse. And then what are you doing? Get, like it's just like no, no, no. Don't worry. Next year, the season hasn't started. What are you talking about next year? This year. Yeah. Infuriating. Yeah. Ugh. All right. Well, that's it. I'm I'm all out of words to say. Um, yeah, me too. I'm on Twitter and Blue Sky at Jared Russo, and uh, you're on Twitter at Jared Ross King, and you're on Blue Sky. Yeah, I need to actually do something with my Blue Sky. You gave me the signing code. I uh, set it up, but I haven't actually done anything with it yet. We're gonna start playing with it tomorrow, Tuesday, October tenth will be the day that things start happening on Blue Sky for me. The moment Twitter rebranded to X, Blue Sky should have just opened up the floodgates for everyone. And the fact that they didn't means that they're an unserious company. You get one shot and they didn't take it. And that to me is like just incomprehensible and unforgivable. But the thing is too, for the most part, these companies start small and slowly build up an audience. So I think we have to reevaluate this thing in like six months. Your main competitor completely face planted and your window of time to get a gazillion new yeah, people. Yeah, okay, fair. And you have the same product. Just open the floodgate. Infuriating. Anyway. All right, that's it. That's the show. All right, Braves won tonight. How'd the Mets do? They do anything? Recording stopped. It was a great comeback one. Oh, wait, that's how I saw it. Oh, wait, there it is. Okay, found it.